Coming up on today's episode of Unwind with Achiever. Assert your presence. Be confident in the fact that you are a great leader, that you deserve to be in the place that you are, and you deserve the title and the recognition. So if it's an idea that's worth pursuing, I think you will find ways to prioritize that idea and spend time on it. Leadership and communication and everything is always, it's always a continuous development process. Grab a coffee or put your walking shoes on. We're about to take you through a weekly breakdown of building a business, lessons learned, and challenges we faced, all while dealing with the ups and downs that life throws at us. This is the story of how we went from competitors to co-founders during a global pandemic with a shared vision of building a community of like-minded women. Get ready to unwind with Achiever. Hey, welcome back. It's so good to have you with us for another episode of Mental Me Monday here on Unwind with Achiever. It's Anna with you to introduce our guest for today, who is someone looking at some hot property, but doing it with a new twist or a new approach. I'm so excited to have Helen Chen. She's the CEO of Nomad Homes on the program today. Now, Helen has such an interesting background for uh, an entrepreneur, for somebody who works up in the startup space. So if you are looking at starting up your own business or maybe looking for investment, Helen is definitely someone that you want to connect with and she'll give you details on how to chat with her further towards the end of the interview. But I think what really surprised me out of my conversation with Helen is her approach to leadership, communication and performance. Now, this is something that you really need to be on top of when you are scaling and growing a business, when you uh, dynamically need to be raising funds on one day and then, as is Helen's case, you know, showing potential buyers around a home that's listed on the platform the next. And I think you're going to be getting a lot of value out of our conversation today because she's working in a really niche space that's combining property with technology or prop tech, as she describes in the interview. So this is obviously a male-dominated, very fast-paced industry, and I absolutely love her approach to being a female co-founder in the space and also following her gut because she's got a surprising background. She actually left halfway through an MBA at Stanford Business School in order to pursue her passion uh, once she had seen the potential in the Middle East and she'd moved then from Silicon Valley across to set up the business in September of 2019. So Nomad Homes has obviously only been on the market and operating for a short amount of time, but it is so timely because how much time are we spending at home, living, working, doing everything? And there's a lot of people looking to buy, sell or rent. And I always think that half the battle is kind of, oh, even if we do find a place or even if we do have the time to look for a place, do we really want to move? Because all of those different pieces of the puzzle are so siloed and so individual and nothing kind of connects together. Whereas Helen and her team at Nomad have really understood that customer journey. And she talks about it as well, about putting the customer first and about putting your team first. And to really understand that we can harness the power of technology, bring it together with property and have this seamless customer 
a journey where you can elevate the buying, the selling and the renting process by having it all on one platform. Imagine to be able to search for uh, a new property that you want to move into and then to be able to have that transaction, to be able to sort um, buying, selling or renting all on that same platform. It just sounds like a dream come true. I'm going to shut up now and let Helen do the talking. Let's dive into this Mentor Me Monday session with Helen Chin of Nomad Homes. Check them out on Instagram at nomadmena, N-O-M-A-D-M-E-N-A. Let's start with um, the basics. How did you come to be focused on real estate and tech? These are two sectors that I don't know much about. So tell us more. You know, I'm actually formally trained as an investor. So I went to Wharton undergrad and I started off my career at Goldman Sachs and Blackstone doing private equity investments for them um, with some time in China as well as the Bay Area doing investments. Um, And and for me, what I found was that I actually didn't want to be an investor for life. Um, So I decided it was a good time for me to go to business school to pursue my MBA. And I was fortunate enough to get into Stanford And, you know, as Stanford is really the heart of Silicon Valley and technology, you know, I started looking into everything that was going on in the tech world. But for me, how real estate came into play is that when I was a kid growing up, my parents had rental properties and I was always around in the summers, like fixing things and painting the walls and fixing the doorknobs. And so my passion for real estate actually started when I was really young. And as with anything in Silicon Valley, when I was at Stanford, you know, it was really tech meets real estate. And that's normally called property technology or prop tech. And there's a lot going on in terms of the prop tech space of how people are buying and how people are renting their homes. Um, It's definitely not the offline process that it once was um, when our parents bought their homes. Um, It's definitely tech enabled. And I would say I started looking around you know, around around the U.S. first, because that's that's where I was. And then just given my international background, I started looking internationally as well in China and Latin America, across EMEA. Um, and, and I actually happened to be in Dubai on spring break um, when Kareem sold to Uber for $3 billion, which was a huge outcome in the tech ecosystem here. Um, and I started digging around in terms of how do people buy, sell, rent, real estate across Europe and the Middle East. And I thought that there could be a lot of innovation on the tech side um, for how people did it. So I actually loved it so much that I dropped out of Stanford um, and convinced my co-founders, Dan and Damien, to start Nomad Homes about a year ago. Wow. So that's quite a journey and obviously a massive, uh, very brave decision to step away from, you know, a, a university and an education provider that has such a heavy weight in the world to be able to pursue your passion. Would that have been maybe the biggest area of personal growth that you've had across your, your career in terms of really backing yourself and going for what feels right in your gut? I think so. And I think for me, in terms of the largest areas of personal growth for me, a lot of it comes down to, you know, how do I make an impact? Um, And I personally believe that in order to make an impact, uh, you really need to love what you do. 
You need to throw yourself into it day and night. And in order to do that, it's not an extrinsic motivator. You know, you need to be intrinsically motivated. And so for me, that came in the form of combining, you know, my passion for real estate with the direction that I think the industry is moving toward, which is enabling real estate through technology. And so that's that's what I loved. And that's how I mustered up the courage to drop out of Stanford and start the company because I was passionate about it and I really love what I did. Mm, yeah. And it definitely comes through in your voice. It sounds like you're so clear about your mission, why you're doing it and what you're actually doing, especially with two other co-founders. It must be a great meeting of the mind. <laughs> it um, is. I'm interested to, to know a little bit about your leadership and your communication style. Is it something that you are still developing or something that you um, have have grown into in the past few years? That's a great question. And so for me, I think leadership and communication and everything is always, it's always a continuous development process. I would say as of right now, uh, my style is uh, being open and being transparent. And that's how uh, our entire team operates. It's one of the core values for our company. And I think it works really well because it allows people to voice their opinion. Um, and, and really for us, we always have a saying that best ideas win. It doesn't matter who the idea comes from. Um, you know, we want to seek the truth. And I think the the other part about being open and transparent is that you're always willing to give and receive feedback. Um, for us and for me personally, um, having that growth mindset is really important. And so the ability to give and receive feedback is really important to be able to achieve that growth mindset. You've raised a few really interesting points there. And for people that aren't in the startup world, aren't in tech at the moment, but maybe want to move into that space, what would be that um, one top tip that you would give people? I think just following in terms of what I experienced, I think really pursuing something that you're passionate about is really important. Um, and again, it goes back to intrinsic motivation. I would say, you know, I, I definitely made more salary when I was working in private equity and in finance and Wall Street. Um, but are you really willing to wholly dedicate yourself to the mission of the company or the technology that you're interested in? Um, I think that's a really important question for people to think about before, before they want to move into the tech world. Yeah. And even nowadays, and with everything that we've faced across 2020, it is a competitive market. We've seen a lot of people pivot and change directions. What do you think are the skill sets that future employees need to really focus on in order to make sure that they're breaking through that noise of a crowded and competitive market? Yeah, for sure. I think there's two things. Um, the first is really your attitude and your work ethic. And the second one is, you know, are you listening to your customers? I think regarding the first, the attitude and the work ethic, you know, there are tons of smart people out there. Um, and that's what makes it, you know, that's what makes the market crowded and competitive. And so what sets you apart and what we look for when we hire employees at Nomad Homes is, are you willing to do what it takes to get it done? Are you going to go above and beyond your job and your call of duty to make sure that the company succeeds? And that's, that's really a lot of what we look for. The second piece is really, 
are you empathetic to your customer? For us, our customer is buyers and renters. Are you listening to the people that you're working with? Are you listening to what they want? Are you serving them to the best of your ability? And that is always what we're focused on because the customer always comes first. So at Nomad Homes, this is something that we preach every single day and we live by it. For example, I'm servicing customers. I'm taking the customers. I'm taking the phone calls. I'm taking them on the viewings. I'm helping them through their process. And that's a really important part of what we do because we, we want to be really close with the customers and make sure that we're serving them in the best way possible. Mm, really hands-on approach. And is that something that you're going to be continuing for um, well into 2021? I'm interested to know where that focus is for Nomad Homes and for you and the team in the next three to six months. Yeah, absolutely. So for us, we're really fortunate that we raised $4 million in venture capital funding um, that was announced in June with leading VC funds like Comcast Ventures and Partech, Abstract, Precursor, Wonderco and Class 5 Global. And so for us, we're very fortunate to be in a position where we are well-funded. Um, that was through COVID as well as, you know, the recovery now. And so for us, as we look ahead to the next, you know, six months or so, we are incredibly heads down focused on making sure that our first launch market, Dubai, is a success and that our customers love us. Because that, at the end of the day, is the most important thing where you know, you're offering a product or a service that your customers really love. I'm interested, you've spoken a little bit about um, intrinsic motivators and growth mindset. You sound like somebody who you know, is very in tune with themselves. And so I'm interested to dive into productivity and focus a little bit further and understand if you have any daily routines or morning or evening rituals that really get you in the zone. Yeah, Anna, that's a great question. And it's an especially important question in the time where you know our company and all of the team at Nomad is actually still work from home. And so the lines of uh, working and your personal life really, really blur because there's now no space separation either. Um, so there's a couple things that I do. Um, one is I think sleep is the most crucial part in anything. And, you know, sleep for me is, is really making sure that I get solid sleep and deep sleep. And so one of my rules is actually I don't look at my phone 30 minutes before sleeping because as soon as I look at my phone, I see an email, I see a Slack message, my brain turns on immediately again. And that makes it very difficult for me to switch off and get the sleep that's necessary um, to power the next day. And the second piece is, you know, working in a startup and founding a company, it's really tough work. And we spend a lot of hours trying to, trying to build our company. But simultaneously, it's really important for us to take care of ourselves too. And so that may mean, you know, going outside for half an hour a day, walking, listening to music, exercising. And that's something that's unique to each individual, but I think is also really important um, for your mental health and really important, especially during COVID and when you're work from home. So we've got a few community questions here that have come through. The first one for you, Helen, is I have a business idea, but I don't have the time to work on it. What advice can you share? Yeah, that's a great question. And I may have a different take on this than a lot of people, um, but this this is actually how I would think about it. Um, 
So if it's an idea that's worth pursuing, I think you will find ways to prioritize that idea and spend time on it. Um, so normally, I believe that great ideas do find their ways to the top of your priority list. And so maybe think about, you know, is this, you know, the idea that you really want to throw yourself into? Um, because I think if it's truly, you know, the best idea ever that you have ever had, I think you will find time to work on it. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you on that one. Another community question that's come through is, how easy is it to work in a field that's dominated by men? Yeah, uh, that's a great question, especially being a, a female co-founder and CEO. I think first things first, I really view myself as a CEO and co-founder first. And that really means, am I doing my job? in supporting the company, building the business and supporting our team. And the second piece is, you know, in real estate and in technology, it's a very male dominated industry. And so how, how do you assert yourself? Um, and I think that starts with confidence, inner confidence, um, assert your presence, be confident, be confident in the fact that you are a great leader, that you deserve to be in the place that you are and you deserve the title and the recognition. And I think that's a really important piece is that you should be proud of the fact that you are a female, you are a woman and you're, you're a co-founder CEO and in the, in the tech space. Mm, what an uplifting message. I love that. A final community question that's come through for you, Helen, is uh, recommendations. And um, the first recommendation would be, what would you recommend for ways to deal with making a mistake at work and to kind of get your confidence back up, to get back on the horse? So yeah, that's a really great question. And I would say, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I make mistakes. You know, our team makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. So you're definitely not alone in feeling this. I think this goes back to something that I had talked about a little bit earlier regarding this growth mindset. Um, so every time I make a mistake or a team make a mistake, you know, we don't dwell on it. We say, okay, what did we do wrong? What can we do better? And how can we improve? And I would say you shouldn't let the mistake bog down, bog you down, but you should learn from it, right? How can I improve myself so I don't make the same mistake twice? How do I ensure that this doesn't happen again? Um, and I think it should really be viewed as a learning opportunity as opposed to, you know, I messed up or, oh, that sucks. Like I shouldn't have done that. Like don't dwell on it. Just take it as a learning opportunity and, and move forward. Yeah, building that resilience up, I think, is key for that. Another one that's come through is what would be your recommended books or podcasts for professional development, uh, aside from Unwind with the Children, of course? What would you <laughs> of course, everyone should listen to Anna. Uh, but uh, I think, actually, this is something else that I do is I like to read everything. Um, so, you know, I like to read about sports. I like to read about sports players right now. Uh, you know, Mars was up in the sky recently, so I was reading about how can we can see Mars versus, you know, other planets. Um, I read the news. I read tech news. I read real estate news. I listen to people in the industry. Um, I read just general, you know, you know, human interest pieces. I think for me, it's not necessarily, you know, I have to read this book. I have to read, you know, books about Amazon and how how they became successful. Um, I think having a mm. diverse knowledge base is really important because you never know where inspiration is going to come from and you never know when you're going to learn something from someone else in another field. 
So I think having that broad base of, of reading is really important. You've hit the nail on the head there. That's brilliant. Um, and finally, uh, a last recommendation for people who motivate or uplift you. They might be friends, family, famous people, anyone that springs to mind? That's a great question. And I would say it definitely takes a village to build a company and to build a startup in the tech space. Um, I would say it's really important for myself and for other founders to have a really supportive network around you. And so I can't be grateful enough to have, you know, phenomenal founders in Dan and Damien to our entire Nomad Homes team. Like everyone treats this company as their own. Um, and that's really uplifting for me um, to my husband and to my family. You know, they're always supportive of whatever that we're doing and whatever I'm doing. And also, I think it's really important to have investors who are supportive of the vision and the mission that you're going through because you know a startup is is like a roller coaster there's up times there's down times it's always challenging and always an uphill battle and so having that support network that believes in you and believes in the vision that you're trying to build is really important especially when you know when building a company is really tough it's been incredible to hear just a, a bit of an insight into your approach, some of those motivating forces that drove you to um, say, no, this path of, of university and of doing my MBA isn't right for me at the moment. I'm going to trust my gut and move to Dubai. I'm going to set up a real estate tech company. I'm going to really you know, take control of my path and my career and really lean into what my strengths are and, and clearly what you're passionate about. The last piece that I would mention is um, you know, anyone can feel free to LinkedIn message me. I'm on LinkedIn. And also every, anybody who's looking to move um, should check out nomadhomes.co. If you've loved what you've listened to today, we'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at Achiever and drop us a DM if you want to chat further. And remember, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together.